Have you ever gone into another room only to arrive there and forget why you went there in the first place? Or how about being in the middle of a sentence and realizing you have no idea what you just said? Or better yet, going to the store and coming back with everything except what you went for? If you are like me, these kinds of things happen from time to time and we laugh them off and refer to them as senior moments. But when senior moments happen in more serious circumstances, we begin to think there is a problem that needs to be dealt with. But what would a senior moment look like in worship? I realize I just lost many of you, but what would it be like to go to worship and forget why you were there? We have some prime examples of just that sort of thing. Remember Abihu and Nadab, the sons of Aaron? In Leviticus 10, we are told about these two sons of Aaron that, on the day tabernacle worship was instituted, were killed because they offered to God fire that was not in accordance with God's commands? They forgot what they were about in worship because they forgot God's place in their life, how to show that place by obeying God and they did not realize the results of forgetting God's place. Would you call this serious? How about Mary and Martha? Jesus came to visit two sisters one day. Martha ran around the house preparing for Jesus' visit and Mary just sat at Jesus' feet and listened as He taught. When Martha had had enough, she went to Jesus and demanded that He direct Mary to help her with the preparations. Jesus rebuked Martha for worrying about the details and missing the point. Martha had forgotten the place Jesus was to have in her heart, how to show that place and the results of failing to show that place. Which would you rather be? Martha, who receives a rebuke from the Lord, or Mary who receives praise? For me, it is a no-brainer. I would want Jesus to praise me because I had gotten things right. In Malachi 1 6-2-9, the people are struggling with this same issue. In the previous verses, we see they had forgotten God's love for them, and their lives and worship had begun to reflect that lack of remembrance and understanding. This lack of recognition of love was also leading them to lackluster worship for which God was not appreciative or accepting. But what is acceptable worship? And how do we make sure that we are engaging in acceptable worship with God? Different denominations have come up with their own answers, but what is God's answer? In Malachi 1 6-2-9, we see three criteria by which God judges our worship. The first criterion for acceptable worship that will produce life-changing results is to ensure that God occupies the proper place in our hearts. The second criterion for acceptable worship that will produce life-changing results is to show the place God has in your heart to others in corporate worship. The third criterion for acceptable worship that will produce life-changing results is to look for the results of the worship. In other words, to expect results from worship. Why is it important to even be concerned with these issues? First, we must be able to understand what acceptable worship is and how to ensure that we engage in that level of worship God desires. Secondly, having that knowledge in hand, many of us will need to reap in of our lack of acceptable worship both in our churches, but also in our homes. Most of this morning came because the class mandates attendance or we wanted to see how Jack would butcher the next sermon after missing class a couple of times. Without having God in the proper place in our hearts, we will not be showing that place manifested in our lives and worship and we will, as a result, not experience the life-changing that should come each time we encounter God through His Word and worship with other believers.